Welcome to the Earth Within podcast. I'm your host, Sophie French. This podcast is a place for expression and reflection around cyclical living, creativity, and embracing your own unique essence to be in tune with nature's rhythms. My mission is to help you earth your energy within and resource you back to self in order for you to feel radiant and empowered along your own journey in life, passions, and soul work. As a certified space holder and mentor, these are all concepts that I love to explore and importantly embody. And you are in the right place if you feel the same way too. Let's begin by taking a breath in through the nose and releasing with a beautiful exhale. I can't wait to share today's episode with you. Hello and welcome, Sahaj. Welcome to the Earth Within podcast. It is so wonderful to have you here. I'm so looking forward to our conversation today. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure and honor to share this space with you. Oh, yay. So we're here um, to talk about beautiful feminine rituals and living in alignment with the moon two incredible values that you illuminate um, so wonderfully and ever since I've known you have shared so beautifully through your soul work and so to begin this conversation I'd really love to ask what are you really loving right now and this could be a ritual this could be a practice a book a deck of oracle cards but um, yeah what, what are you loving right now? Yeah, so um, I think recently I've been exploring my relationship to creativity quite a lot and expanding the ways in which I'm expressing that creativity. So very recently I just finished uh, The Artist's Way Journey, um, the book by Julia Cameron, and that has really had a profound impact on the way that I connect to myself, the way I express myself creativity, creatively, the way that I express myself creatively. And it's just been really nourishing and aligned. So really loving the book, but also just the lessons and the teachings, um, the rituals, the practices that I've learned from that. And two of those uh, practices being morning pages, which is a form of journaling, so absolutely loving journaling right now and also artist states, which um, I implement in my life through ritual and morning practices. So really that looks different for me every day, but it's an accumulation of sitting with ceremonial cacao or yeah, stream of conscious journaling, some sort of meditation practice, whether that's just sitting in stillness with meditation music or a guided meditation on insight timer um, and then usually I like to yeah absolutely pull a card or you know have some sort of like affirmation or intention for the day mm. oh it's been so epic to journey with you through the um, artist way in in living as art the artist way I found so transformative as well and like you say it can it nurtures your creativity in a way that is 
it, it seems simple, but it's so potent. Like the experience of, yeah, having an artist date every week. Um, yeah, like you say, that could be sitting with yourself with ceremonial cacao or spending time journaling or pulling an oracle card. Um, and I love how you said as well, there's like a few different types of journaling, right? And I know that you have mentioned before to me that you love, um, you know, like bullet journaling and, but there's also the stream of consciousness journaling and there's just... Writing can be such a way of connecting to ourselves, to our inner world, and it's something I love so much as well. So I can definitely um, echo that love, having just finished it at the same time, of course, um, you know, as we're recording this conversation, coming to the end of a 12-week capsule is, you know, really revealing. And, um, yeah, so I really love how you've been... um, connecting to your creativity in new ways, new, new and deeper ways. Um, so your light work, your light work, your incredible um, business is called Rituals for the Feminine. And I know um, having known you as a friend and having worked together too, like there is so much more than the name that goes into that story. And um, that I'd love for you to, to share with everybody that's listening um, where has it come from and how did, how did it find you? And if you'd like to share with us, um, you know, almost your journey of, of how you've come to where you are now. Definitely. It's been um, quite a journey, I must say. And I guess it kind of started a couple of years ago when I was moving through a season or a phase of life where lots of personal changes were happening, lots of major changes were happening. So I got married, I moved out of home for the first time, I changed jobs, I lost a lot of friends. And I found that one of the few spaces where I really felt seen and heard and accepted, um, especially with kind of always growing up feeling like I didn't belong and um, I wasn't liked, you know, being stuck between two cultures, my background being Indian and I'm Aussie born. So between Australian and Indian culture, I felt very stuck and like I didn't quite belong or identify with either. And so circles were one of the few spaces where I actually felt like I did belong and I was able to share my full self. And it's formed a big part of my healing journey And when I first started my business, my soul work, I named it Inspired Life & Co. And at the time, it did feel really right because I was wanting to share my inspired life, really, or how I was intending to live an inspired life. And as my healing, as my soul work has deepened, so too have my offerings and so too have the way that I, you know, show and express myself online and um, in my community. So, you know, quite recently, actually, at the start of the year, I had this intuitive nudge that, you know, something really wasn't right. And, you know, I was dancing and playing around very surface level when my practices and my spirituality and my healing had just deepened so much more. And I wanted to kind of signify that or really symbolize it through changing the name of my business and so came rituals for the feminine and rituals for the feminine to me 
is all the tools, the practices, the rituals that really can helped me connect to my divine feminine energy. Because at this time of major changes that were occurring in my life, I found myself isolated, lonely, disconnected to my body, uh, no sense of purpose, quite anxious, um, and just on edge and restless all the time. And so I felt like I was operating from that rushy, heady, overthinking, the wounded, unhealthy masculine space. And these rituals, these tools, these practices that I share now through Rituals for the Feminine have really allowed me to, to strengthen that connection with my intuition, with my feminine energy, with my cyclical nature. And so, yeah, it just feels so much more aligned and right to come to this um, new name now. Mm. Oh, I love hearing about your journey and I've loved being invited into your journey along the way. And so um, it's just gorgeous to hear this reflection back on, you know, the pivotal moments and especially doing our circle um, initiation training together and learning to hold space at the same time um, back in 2020. Was it in 2020? Yeah, August 2020. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, with beautiful Mish. Um, oh, it was just such a incredibly powerful time and yeah I've really loved seeing your journey unfold like I say and um coming back to circles though and how you said there was that part of yourself um that felt like ah oh, like where you know where do I belong or um there was that craving for for community and for connection and so yeah I wonder how you found incorporating circles and holding circles through your journey in your light work hmm. yeah so I think at the very beginning it was so much more about me finding comfort in those spaces so that I could be myself and share those deepest truths that I had not had a chance to share with anybody else in my life and at the beginning it was very much for me but you know as I kind of you know, regularly, continuously started attending circles and finding so much value out of them, slowly, 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 I started getting, you know, what was first a whisper, and then, you know, a bit of a knock at the door. And then it became, you know, this loud banging noise at, at the door that I couldn't ignore anymore, where my intuition was nudging me to hold and offer these spaces myself. And I think, what I found so valuable in circles is that I do feel like I can be my full self and I don't have to hide away or compromise, you know, these inner truths or this authenticity or rawness or realness or emotion, you know, being such a sensitive and empathic person, I felt like that that was quote unquote too much for you know, my loved ones and the people around me. And so, yeah, I think that it's really highlighted to me the importance of offering these spaces. And I just think that we need more of them so that we can come together and really, yeah, be that space of, of connection and community and, and allow people to feel valued and important and special. Mm, oh, that's so beautiful. And it, and it is the medicine that we all need. Um, coming into 
circle spaces and having been in your circles just the just the powerful welcoming nurturing space that you hold um yeah just it's like this sanctuary um this very airtight boundaried space where you do have um you do know that you belong and you do feel equal like there's this I love that about circles so much um whether I'm holding it or attending one it's just this sense of real inclusivity and togetherness and this deeper layer like you said it's a place circles are a place where we can truly meet one another in our authenticity in our rawness you know often in in circles lots of vulnerability is shared because it's the first time some people have had the opportunity to be asked like how is your heart you know how's your heart feeling how's your um how did you know how does how is this affecting you like this full moon for example or like what what's coming up for you and it's like oh my gosh like I actually can share (laughs) you know I actually have space I can take up and really unfold and unfurl and I just find such magic in that every single time don't you think it just every single circle there's just that moment where you feel supremely grateful but just in awe of the magic that can come up from holding space or being held in space absolutely and I think um, when someone joins circle for the first time I often observe that they may feel a little bit hesitant or reluctant to share and then when they see others share and and be authentic and vulnerable it gives them permission to take up that space as well and it's just such a beautiful like unfolding of their confidence and trust in other women um circles are such a beautiful space for like sisterhood healing and i think that we don't have enough spaces to really share what we truly want to share I feel like I certainly didn't have well one the confidence and two the the safe spaces the the key word being yeah those safe and contained and brave spaces where I knew that I wasn't going to be judged or fixed or overanalyzed or compared and And that's why, yeah, circle medicine is just so, so important. Mm. Absolutely. um, There's an element of circles that I find um, both going to and um, holding. There's this rhythm to them and that they often can fall on a new moon or a full moon or um, there's something that's really been awakened in you. inspired to, sh- to share about and to bring people together and like you said with that sisterhood piece and I really want to highlight as well your um, incredible abundance mindset of like there's not enough spaces like this like the, the world needs more um, circle holders and space holders and that is just so beautiful so hedge that you um, oh, are leading the way as a sacred leader that knows there is enough for everybody Um, I just feel the need to just really illuminate that because often people can feel really um, like, oh, you know, I'm holding circles like you can't, you know, hold them as well. I I actually don't know if there's a circle holder alive that thinks that. But um, yeah, in in the true, true sacred leadership that holding circles is and being a space holder is, 
um, you really radiate that. I'd love to go into now talking about um, lunar living because it comes through so inspiringly, so vibrantly through your soul work. And um, so to touch on this a little bit more, um, what has really drawn you to, to living in alignment with the moon? Was there a time that you first were, was in, you know, intrigued about it? I know that we went through it with gorgeous Nish in our, in our circle training of what's really powerful about living in alignment with the moon. But yeah, I would love to hear your, your journey with it and, and why you're drawn to, to living with the moon. Yeah, absolutely. So as I said earlier in 2019, I was moving through this season of life where lots of personal changes were happening and I was left feeling very anxious and restless and there seemed to be no sense of grounding for me, no sense of like like an anchor point for me. And I remember just diving into all these different um, teachings and philosophies and psychologies and books and resources. And one of those resources that I came across at the time was the book Moonology by Yasmin Boland. I hope I'm pronouncing her surname right. And Yasmin in that book really introduced me to, oh, wow, there is this constant, compassionate, loving companion that every single person on this planet, no matter where you are in the world, have access to. And, you know, it's such a beautiful anger point for me because, you know, it really reminds me that just as the moon goes through her phases and she's waxing and waning and she knows that where there is darkness, there's lightness and where there's an ending, there's a beginning and where there's birth, there's death. We too can ebb and flow then in our preferences, in our activities, in our behaviors in our emotions um, in the way that we show up in the world and so yeah it's really given me permission to accept that it's okay to feel the ups and downs of life and the ebb and flow of my emotions and to really embrace the duality and polarity of life um, particularly highlighting that you know I was going through a little bit of a um you know, stressful time amongst all these personal changes and, and experiences that I was moving through. So knowing that there was going to be light just as the moon is fully illuminated in her full moon phase and holding that as hope and faith and kind of light at the end of the tunnel really served me well. So that's kind of been my my journey with the moon and I have since really practiced and embodied moving alongside the energetics and the symbolism of what each phase of the moon kind of represents and knowing that there's a space for intention setting and rest and nourishment and then also more like activating and action taking and planning and then ritual and gratitude and celebration and community and then also releasing and decluttering and evaluating and re reflecting you know it's really allowed me to approach my 
sense of self and my spirituality in a very balanced and and um, wholesome way. Mm. Oh, I just love living by the moon. <laughs> I love the cycle of the moon. And, and thank you so much for all the pieces there that you spoke to. And I can really hear um, with what you're illuminating just the wholeness that living by the moon can bring like that invitation that there is space for everything like you know it's almost like that motherly energy that divine feminine energy of like there's space for everything darling one like there's space to reflect there's space to um plan you know it's it's like just wait just be patient um and it, and it teaches, she teaches, um, and I, I say she, but the moon, like really for me embodies such a feminine energy. The sun holds a more masculine energy. Um, that's just the way that I sort of work with the, those celestial bodies. But um, yeah, it's just the, the gorgeous piece and golden thread of wholeness that I just love that lunar cycle can invite us to come into contact with. I'd love to ask you, Sahaj, a little bit more. I wonder what spiritually or practically it looks like to work with the moon. So, yeah, this is something that I'm super passionate about and I've had such a deep journey with embodying the moon's wisdom and the the symbolism and synchronicities that she has to share in each of her phases. And so I would love to kind of um, share my favourite practices for the four main phases of the moon. So in the new moon phase, when the moon isn't visible in the sky, so um, it's not, uh, the light isn't reflected and we can't actually see the moon when we go outside and and, um, look for her in the new moon phase. It's a time because it's dark outside for rest and inwardness It may be a time of nourishment, really taking care of yourself, being very gentle with yourself. And in this darkness is a beautiful opportunity to plant those seeds of intention of what you perhaps want to bring to life or manifest in the next lunar cycle. So for the new moon, I love to do intention setting. I love to do journal prompts around what is really giving me life and what feels really nourishing and supportive. And then also what feels perhaps a little bit more draining or depleting in energy. Um, I also love to pull uh, Oracle cards at this time. So I might pull one for each phase of the lunar cycle. I might pull one that I can work with and journey with over the span of um, the 28 days or so. And I also love um, doing a new moon uh, ritual in the form of like meditation sometimes. So that could be like a visualization practice, um, sitting with cacao in in ceremony. It might be, yeah, just um, sometimes it can be as simple as um, choosing like a little object or yeah, something to anchor my intention in. So sometimes I pick like a crystal for that lunar cycle or an essential oil that I'm going to work with for that lunar cycle um, or a particular candle that I'm going to burn for that lunar cycle. Um, So yeah, those are all things of beginning that symbolize and represent beginnings for me. 
and then moving into um, the first quarter. So this is really like an activating phase. Um, it's a great time for planning, making your to-do lists and working with the intention that you set at the new moon. You might want to write, um, you know, a inspired actions list or you might want to create your monthly plan at this point. You might want to do like a brain dump journaling practice where you just dump everything and anything that's on your mind that's taking up space. Um, and that's really supportive to do around that time. So it's a very, like I said, it's a very activating phase. And this is the time to really build momentum and um, yeah, go forth with your intentions. And then we come to the full moon. So the full moon really is when we see the moon outside in full illumination. So it's bright and she's glowing and this is when her energy is at its peak so her energy is super heightened and so not only does that heighten your emotions and your sensitivities and your tenderness it can also heighten really amazing things that are going on in your life and so it's a perfect opportunity now to um release anything that's no longer serving you on this journey on this um, lunar cycle or this journey of bringing those manifestations or intentions that you set at the beginning to life um, it's also a great opportunity to be grateful for the things that are working and that are going well in life because it's just going to amplify and um, fuel that that heightened energy um, so on the full moon, I love doing uh, fire rituals. So I'll write down anything that I'm releasing. Sometimes I also like writing down what I'd like to replace that with. So I'll say, you know, on this full moon, I'm releasing, for example, self-doubt and criticism. And then I'll say, instead, I'm calling in and I'm grateful for my compassion to self and kindness as just an example and then I'll either rip that up if I can't burn it. But for the most part, I do enjoy, you know, going outside and safely in like a well-ventilated area in a, um, in a safe manner, fireproof bowl, all of that sort of thing, um, burn it and really release and surrender any attachments or, yeah, energy that I have um, that's weighing me down at this point. So that's one of my favorite rituals. Um, the other one to do at the full moon is a bath ritual. So I think water is just so super cleansing and just warm water holding you and really comforting you at that time, especially when you may be feeling a little bit more sensitive and um, tender. It really just, yeah, is quite supportive. So I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it a full, um, immersive experience for my senses so all the essential oils the candles the crystals around my bath and yeah just really um visualize myself cleansing anything that's no longer serving me and and then when I'm finished with the bath just like releasing it all with the water down the drain um, and then lastly coming to um the last quarter phase so during this time really now we're coming towards the end of the cycle we're really winding down and wrapping things up so this is a good time for decluttering a good time for reflection um, you might want to make uh, a list of 
what worked this cycle, what didn't work this cycle, what you're going to make, you know, what kind of changes are you going to make in the next lunar cycle? Um, you might want to declutter and let go of things that are weighing you down or no longer serving you. So physical objects and a good time to clean or, yeah, just cleanse your physical surroundings. Um, and I think that, yeah, just moving through all those phases, then it gives you such a beautiful opportunity to lean in all of the different um, like energies, inward, outward, masculine, feminine, light, dark, all of those beautiful um, energies uh, that, like you said earlier before, like just giving them all the space to exist um, and be. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of that moon magic with us. I love, love, love hearing about all of your personal practices and rituals that connect you to the moon and how inspiring it, it sounds just a journey in that way and, and you know me as well like love I'm here for all of it like it's one of the cycles I connect to knowing that there's a myriad of different cycles um, and opportunities right like cycles just present opportunity after opportunity like if we feel like you said around the full moon you're burning um rituals it's like ah oh, something I want to release you know energy I need to let go of and it's this gorgeous bridge between the tangible and the intangible like the lunar cycles such a favorite or such a highlight for me in that way of cyclical living because it feels like we're really grounding it like you like you started off speaking um how lunar living is such an anchor point for you and I so agree like you know, the moon is so far away in the sky, but yet she's within us in um, the way that we feel and the way that we interact, like the way we have relationships and friendships and when we might want to hold our circles or our sessions or um, when we feel like deeply inspired to create or when we want to let go of a creation. And, and I really love, um, so yeah, thank you so much for taking us through that journey. Um, I hope, you know, everyone listening in um, maybe there was something new there uh, for you to to go away and practice like next lunar cycle um, I mean we're speaking now on the first quarter moon and it's just such a gorgeous time to really say yes like you say it's like such an activating phase of the moon what are you saying yes to what are you um, what is a full body yes and then what is like no way <laughs> like I feel like we're very embodied in this in this phase of the um I mean, we have very embodied responses, I should say, in, in this phase of the moon, I find personally. What do you think living with the moon has brought you? I feel like one of the most potent things that I've learned through lunar living is what I mentioned earlier around permission to move with the ebb and flow of life and trust that there's always going to be that opportunity to start again. So if you're moving through a phase where things are feeling a little bit more trickier or harder, you're going through a bit of a stressful time in life, knowing that it has to get better and where there's darkness, there will be light and to embrace all parts of what life has to offer. Um, so that permission slip really that the moon has given me has been transformative um, in my life and I think I've come to approach obstacles or challenges that of course we inevitably inevitably face in life mm. 
it's allowed me to come to those challenges with so much more grace and um, kindness towards myself in the sense that, um, you know, this too shall pass then because I trust that, you know, nature does its thing and the moon does its thing by waxing and waning. And so I'm a part of nature too. All this energy is the same. Um, You know, we're all interconnected and we're all part of nature we are nature and so why do I feel any different to what the moon beautifully and gracefully um radiates and teaches us Mm. oh you're speaking my language (laughs) you're speaking my soul language as always um yeah that's it's so powerful isn't it it's nothing short of magic um that it's brought brought that that lesson and, and continues to bring up this piece of compassion self-compassion always um permit like permission like you said just to be and feel exactly as you are or maybe as well like how to optimize the brightness the bright parts and then how to navigate the shadows and the moon is like hey like I've got I've got energy. I've got energetic lessons here for you. Or like if you, if you want them and they're all just invitations, um, the phases. And I, I I don't know the artist that it's by, but what's just come, what's coming to mind is this beautiful image. And it's like every phase of you is welcome here. And there's like multiple um, images of this woman sitting down and it just really, I think, summarizes our conversation about how every phase of us is welcome and one more piece I'd just like to weave in because I know there'll be some astrology wizards <laughs> listening in we so acknowledge that there's the zodiac season as well um the seasons that we go through the zodiac and also that the moon like every couple of days shifts its um zodiac sign I'm not an astrologer by any means but I just really want to highlight how incredibly deep you can go into lunar living and then like this is like an incredible opportunity I would say to can it doesn't end it's an endless opportunity of self-discovery and like the deeper that you go into it it's not like you can reach a level I'm not saying that you go up you just spiral inwards you know you spiral deeper and deeper to your authentic truth to your purest alignment um and that bringing in the layer of astrology is just another opportunity to discover more about yourself. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Like you say, um, and I know you teach this as well, that there's cycles within cycles, right? So, you know, the, the lunar cycle is a cycle within the zodiac signs of the year. And so there's such a beautiful opportunity to take bits of this and take bits of that and then apply it to, okay, well, where am I in my life? What season or phase am I moving through as well then? Um, And knowing that, you know, the, the moon is forever an anchor point, but also encouraging the listeners to use their discernment around, you know, you may you may be experiencing a lot of outward energy and it's actually the new moon and you're like, oh, why why am I feeling so outward when, you know, cyclically the moon symbolize the new moon symbolizes inward time at this mm. um, particular phase. So, 
you know, trust wherever your energy wants to go. And maybe the moon is actually illuminating a part of you or part of your particular chart or your unique makeup um, that needs to be embodied at that particular time. So, you know, always exercise and practice um, using your intuition and letting that govern and override any framework or suggestion, you know, that we may have explored today. Mm, That's so important, Sahaj. Thank you so much for bringing that up, that piece of discernment and that there can be polarity in what we experience because we are innately cyclical beings. Being alive is a cycle within itself. And, you know, yeah, you know, I'm here for um, orienting ourselves in all of the different cycles and knowing that we can lean into the support. Like, I really love that as humans with a soul, like having a human experience, a soul having a human experience, we can just like unfurl and relax into the cycles that cycles can be only ever there for like you know that uh, like a hug or or a gentle nudge or you know and they're not there like it's the new moon you like stay inside (laughs) or something like that or you know whatever it might be and so I love that of course discernment 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 and body wisdom intuition over everything you know you best Um, and, you know, begin tracking that I think is something I'd like to weave into that I teach cycle tracking, um, for your menstrual cycle, but there's, um, also the opportunity to do it for a lunar cycle, of course, as well. And, and really journeying through those 28 or so days and seeing how do I feel like checking in with yourself? How do I feel today? Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up this conversation? It's been so wonderful. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. It's just been, yeah, an absolute pleasure and blessing to chat about all the things that I'm super passionate about and, Yeah, I just hope that, um, you know, the listeners learnt something new or maybe it deepened something that they already knew or it was a beautiful reminder that they needed. And so, yeah, it's just been um, really nourishing for me to be able to share something that I'm so interested in. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much, Sahaj. And I have to just say as well that um, you have an incredible offering coming up. I cannot not mention it because it is so related to our conversation, of course. Um, so Moon Magic um, begins very soon. I won't say a date because um, we'll just let everybody explore and feel into it. Um, but it is all about connecting to um, living with the moon and how inspiring and incredible that can be, how empowering it can be and how radiant. So just going to leave that there and I'll leave all the details as well in the show notes but um you also have a free masterclass that you're holding on how to connect with the moon as well so I'll pop those details in soon um too and yeah what an honor it's been I can't wait um for everybody to listen to your incredible wisdom so thank you thank you thank you oh thank you thank you so much for joining me from wherever you are in the world i've loved having you with me if you've enjoyed today's episode please feel free to message me on instagram or even share this episode to your stories and tag me you can also rate and review my podcast to help it reach more ears and hearts around the world okay my love until next time be well and remember to take moments to earth your energy within Mm -hmm.